It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. I hope that everybody listening has, can just appreciate people having a real and raw conversation about what they're dealing with right now. One of my girlfriends messaged me today saying, I feel like I'm gaining the COVID-19. I had noticed myself these last few days where I just like want to eat more. And it's just like there's you know, this discomfort we feel from being alone and in our own space. You know, and of course, using cannabis as much as I do, you know, the munchies are real people. So it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I'm struggling right now and I am I am doing all the right things and I am taking care of myself. And, you know, there's nothing that I could shift about my routine to do it better. And I'm still struggling, you know, so it's just like, that's just the human experience. Well, and I think this is such a time to be compassionate. Like I have dedicated the last several years to really being on my self-care game. I I have a hardcore morning routine that takes a few hours, so I get up at 4.15 in the morning to get it done. You're the only person I know that gets up earlier than I do. It takes a long time for me to really get right. It takes, it takes journaling. It takes meditating. It takes lying on a PEMF therapy mat and doing some deep breathing. It takes walking my dog. It takes taking a shower with all the good scrubby things that make me feel good. You mm-hmm. know, it takes a sublingual. It takes, it takes feeling like I have taken care of myself so I can then go forward and give my best energy to other people. And I'm thrown off my game right now. We're all thrown off our games right now. And it's interesting to me when other people remind me to be compassionate with myself. It's like, oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Like that applies to me too. 
These are weird circumstances. I'm so sick of the phrase uncertain times. Every time is uncertain. Oh, right? It's so so bullshit. Life is uncertain. When were you last certain about anything? I have never been certain about anything. I have a knowing, but that's different than a certainty. Knowing's in my heart. Certainty would be in my head. My head's not sure of anything. Yeah. Yeah, embracing uncertainty is is definitely one of the first things that you can do to unchaining yourself from whatever construct you're in. From whatever rock you're clinging desperately to and just letting it wash. I want to get casually baked now. I was kind of high when you got here and then I was doing this mundane project and I started getting that anxiety. You know, when you do a repetitious thing, I have to change 65 files and it's just like opening two things, copy this, paste that, save this tag that and so start to recognize that you're a hamster in the wheel uh, and then it feels like an elephant sits down on my chest and I'm just like oh my god if I have to click this mouse one more time I'm gonna scream and so I smoked then so I was high enough that I didn't smoke when we started so I need to medicate what's your situation would you like to medicate with me no I'm good thank you though see how I see how I ask (laughs) Oh, and yeah, I wouldn't just be supposed to let you do this anyway. Right. Like in hashtag COVID awareness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like such a COVID rebel right now. The truth is that I absolutely respect, I so much respect slowing down the spread of this disease. I also respect that I already had it. <laughs> and I self-quarantined hardcore for three weeks. I think a lot of people... Have had it. I mean, I've had several friends that were like, oh, you know what? Now that I think about this, I think in January, there were like four days when I felt really terrible. When I felt borderline miserable, had a fever of 101 and felt like someone was definitely sitting in my lungs and kicking around a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, because I'm a, I'm a healthy person and don't have any underlying conditions, it wasn't awful. It was severe and I took it seriously and I continue to do all of the hygiene practices, but my soul needed to be near you today. And it, it is at the end of the day, all about choices. Well, and you know, and it's not like I was asking you to meet me in a crowded Safeway. You didn't want me to (laughs) lick your phone? (laughs) No, there was there were none of those things. I feel zero fear, zero I anxiety done, about it. I haven't even done this. I haven't sat this close to another human. Do you know that you, when I saw you and hugged you earlier, that's the first hug I've had in like 50 days. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Hugs are like oxygen to me. Yeah gotten to see my mom once a week so i've gotten my once a week hug nice we'll hug her for me next time you see her i will do you hear that noise mm-hmm. i thought maybe my window was loose like the window pane maybe you know when these earthquakes something shifted i'm calling the landlord i'm like my window is making this crazy noise it's sporadic can you come look at it and, you know, I'm thinking maybe there's something falling from a tree. I go outside. There's no nothing. There's no tree for anything to fall from. 
this goes on for months. He comes in, he's checked things. He's like, I just don't even know what to tell you. I was, happened to be in my bathroom, happened to look out the window just in time to see this tiny little bird running (sighs) into my window. (laughs) (laughs) So the black acoustic foam makes a perfect mirror back. So he perches up and he sees himself and he just attacks himself. He's like, who is that good looking guy? I need to take him (laughs) out. And I mean, this thing is so tiny, it would fit in the palm of my hand. So I remember, okay, out in the wine country, people put those streamers up around the grapes so that the birds won't get to them. So I get out a ladder. (laughs) (laughs) I climb up and I get some like silver Christmas tinsel and I tape it to the place where that bird likes to perch and then I tape some to this window. I don't hear anything for like a day and I'm like, yes, I win. Awesome. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing it from a different window. (laughs) So now the little shit does all four windows. Yeah, he should meet my squirrel. I need help. I don't know. Do I need to get a bunch of fake owls and put them everywhere like what's going to keep birds I haven't, away from I haven't here? figured it out I have a sadistic squirrel and every time I put out a new little baby he likes to break his neck and throw him out of the pot so no it's a sadistic squirrel he actually he <laughs> after he torments my plants he then goes and hits all the neighbors and then and he, he gets up on the roof them? he just breaks he doesn't them? eat them no it'd be fine if he wanted to eat them he doesn't want to eat them he just wants to break their little necks off and throw them out it even bury your nuts in my pots. I don't care. <laughs> that sounded That's a little dirty. <laughs> that was great. Bury your nuts in my pots. Yeah, any day. <laughs> but, like, don't be just destructive. He's just mean. He's a mean squirrel. I would have to look that up. How do you tame a squirrel? If somebody knows how to help me, though, to keep these birds from smacking into my window, because trust me, I have to edit that shit out of these audio files, and it's not always easy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm getting beat by a little bird. Well, it's like when I got here, and I was so surprised at how little you are. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a lot to say. Yeah, just like JoJo. <laughs> I'll offer him his own segment. All right. Well, I love you. I love you, baby. I am glad that that you're doing better now. See, we just needed to have a sesh. We need to have a little sesh. I need a little little medication. Yes. So let this be a friendly reminder, everyone, to ask yourself the question, are you really using cannabis as a medicine or are you using it like a treat? And if you are using it as a medicine, is there a reason you're withholding it from yourself? Are you feeling like you need to suffer? Well, and that, but that's my whole point, because if you are using it as a medicine, then you won't let yourself suffer. But I needed that reminder. <laughs> I am like my grandmother who won't take a Tylenol. Yeah. I need the reminder sometimes that I'm allowed to get out of pain. Certainly. Yes. Pain-free equals smiley face. Equals smiley face. Not a thumbs up, though. Eggplant. (laughs) (laughs) Avocado. Ariana, I love your guts. I'm so glad that that we made the decision to 
hang out today. Um, I always ask all of my guests if they have a shameless plug or something they think we need to we need to know about. So do you have one? I sure do. I am so soothed right now by Deepak's voice in my ears. And Deepak's MetaHuman is available now on Audible or wherever you like to listen to things. Or if you like to read actual paper, I sure like his voice in my ears though. And I think right now is the time for Deepak. All right. And his book, his new book is called MetaHuman. MetaHuman. Okay. I'll check it out. He's so, gone digital. I'm very excited for Digital Deepak. And I love the meditation series that he does with Oprah. Oh, me too. And that one is free right now too, where it's lessons on hope or something, I believe. Yeah, there's so much good free content right now for people who are looking to do the work. Yeah, I like it. I'll be sure to include a link to the Deepak and Oprah meditation and to his book, Meta Human on Audible. Ariana, I I love our interaction and you you feed me just as much as you say I feed you. So thank you for being who you are. It is a pleasure to be on the path with you. Yes, is a hot time. We had a hot time together. Casually Baked the Podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Elland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.